0: He's unkillable. I'm saying he's unkillable and he's about to turn the freaking frauds
1: gay. <laughs> it's your boy, Betty. We are in the arena. Today is Thursday, December 21st, 2023. Colorado has stripped Donald Trump from the ballot disenfranchised millions of people. And is it all an elaborate psyop? Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be joined by Alex Jones, who of course will break it all down for us. What are these people doing to our constitutional republic? Do they want civil war? Well, they're about to get it because the states of Florida and Texas have now both threatened to remove Joe Biden from the ballot. Baby, we out here cooking. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. And if you have a Christmas goose, it's gonna be cooked in the arena today. Let's get started. What do we know now? We know that Donald Trump has been removed from the ballot. We know that Donald Trump, in a 4-3 decision, uh, 48 hours ago, was taken off the ballot in the state of Colorado. Now, this has very dubious legal precedent. It is, of course, blatantly illegal based on the reading of the law. Donald Trump has to be found and convicted by a jury of insurrection. He needs to lose his appeals. Donald Trump must be then an insurrectionist. Instead, Donald Trump was acquitted of insurrection when he was charged by that, by the Congress, impeached for it, and was acquitted in the Senate. And so... You really can't do this step one, step two, uh, how does the Colorado Supreme court have jurisdiction for something that happened 2000 miles outside of it, outside of the state's borders in Washington, DC. Somebody's going to need to explain that to me, but step three, I think is really, really important here, which is, is this all fake? And this is really valuable for me because I don't want people to act the fool. They want you to be upset. They know that they are losing power. The elites in this country know that you hate them and they hate you back. And so they hope that something bad happens here, that they can manufacture and turn into some positive energy to infuse more power into their plans. That's what's at stake. Is this all a psyop? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we think we have found the actual proof. That this is, in fact, intended on simply inflaming you, enraging you as you go off to Christmas dinner with your family, have a little adult beverages with your crazy uncle, and you both polish your shotguns on the front porch and say, well, it's about time we do something about that. Don't do that. Understand the game that's being played here. We are existing and living under the largest psychological operation in human history. They want to enrage you. They want to lie to you. And they hope that you act the fool. Ladies and gentlemen, buried here on the actual order itself from the Colorado Supreme Court is a kill switch, a pin that has been pulled. So the grenade ain't live. Now we've read through this whole thing. That's why it's important to read through it. And there's a lot of mean little nasty things said about Donald Trump. Oh, he did this, needed that. We don't like it. And we're going to get into that in just a second, because what they're really doing is criminalizing free speech here. But ladies and gentlemen, let's take them at their word. These Supreme Court justices in Colorado, which are really just raging activists. And we we got more on that in a moment. But let's read their words, shall we? Because it's really important to get past the headlines and past the hyperbole and into what they say. Therefore, to maintain the status quo pending the review of the US uh, Supreme Court, we stay the ruling until January 4th, 2024. That means our ruling doesn't apply for the next couple weeks until a very important deadline to get on the presidential ballot and the primary ballot in the state. If review is sought at the Supreme Court, the stay expires. Then the stay will remain in place and the secretary will continue to require and include the president Trump's name on the 2024 presidential ballot. What? until receipt of order or mandate from the Supreme Court. So wait a second, hold on. This is all a trap. This is all a trick. This has all been centrally planned and organized. They, this isn't real. Of course, you know, like the sun will rise in the West. You know that Donald Trump is gonna appeal this to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court has been quite kind to Donald Trump and quite kind, quite frankly, uh, to the Constitution. And so you know, you asshats, that this is going to get appealed and you have written into this ruling a kill switch that says this isn't actually real. And so I just want to really put a pin in that to say they already this they've already put in place here the automatic reflex that this is not gonna matter. And so they really are just simply trying to incite, to inflame you, to, to, to make you angry. And it's all part of the wrap-up smear. There was this moment. And if you put someone on TV long enough, they'll eventually say something true, even if they're Nancy Pelosi. This is a moment where Nancy Pelosi was so upset, so drunk, so tipsy, and it's been a, it's been it had been a tough morning, and she was already through the bottle of Smirnoff by 10:30 a.m. And Nancy Pelosi wobbled up to a lectern and decided to explain how Democrats go about the business of smearing their opponents, doing exactly what they accused their opponents of doing, merchandising those crimes through the press and then wrapping it up in something called the wrap-up smear. Now, when they called Donald Trump an insurrectionist, when they called Donald Trump an enemy of the state, a dictator, when they accused him of insurrection, what this is actually a part of is a wrap-up smear. This is an operation to brand Donald Trump an insurrectionist, even though they can't prove it in a court of law, and then to make sure that there's some type of punishment, even though Donald Trump's never been charged with insurrection. No J. Sixer was ever charged with insurrection. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to Nancy Pelosi
2: explain. Down hospitals and the rest of it. So they don't want them to see that contrast. So they focus on something else. And it's a diversionary tactic. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You demonize and then you, it, we call it the wrap up smear. If you want to talk politics, you call it the wrap up smear. You smear somebody with falsehoods and all the rest. And then you merchandise it. And then you write it and they'll say, see, it's reported in the press that this, 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 and this. So they have that validation that the press reported the smear. And then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm gonna merchandise the press's report on the smear that we made. And it's, it's a tactic. And it's, it's, it's self-evident. But I think I'm worth the trouble.
1: It's a tactic. We were going to call Donald Trump an insurrectionist for three straight years. Now, I'd never heard the term insurrectionist. I follow the news very closely. And I was living in Washington, D.C. at the time. And I go, insurrectionist? What kind of a word is that? Never heard of it. And then, lo and behold, you see that they had an entire plan all along to dig up the 14th Amendment and to charge Donald Trump with insurrection. They were going to commit such egregious crimes crimes against Donald Trump they commit criminal acts against Donald Trump. Donald Trump gets angry about those acts. They smear him for it. They merchandise it to the press. And now you get rulings like this out of Colorado. And here on your screen, ladies and gentlemen, it is why. This is why. Because they're going through an enormous amount of trouble and they're taking an enormous amount of risk here. This is a very risky operation, right? To deny somebody access to the presidential ballot. The constitution is pretty clear about who can run for president. You gotta be 35 years old. You gotta be born in America. You have to have lived in America for over the last 14 years. And that's what the constitution says about running for president in article two, ladies and gentlemen, in article 14, which was written after the civil war in order to prevent people who were officers. That's why the word officer is in there that it's military term. And in order to prevent people who literally took guns and tried to conquer America, well, That's why the 14th amendment was put in place. This doesn't apply to private citizens who are running for office and more importantly, beating you. These are the polls, ladies and gentlemen, this is why they have to reach into their grab bag of trips and find anything they can to stop Trump, which is precisely what's happening. What you're seeing here is real clear politics polling showing even via the broken corporate media polls, the polls that over-index for Democrats and under index for Republicans, polling is broken. These polls are wrong. Donald Trump is doing better than these polls show. These polls show that the man that they have told you for years is orange Hitler, a dictator, the threat to democracy is through democracy and democratic processes going to defeat them by 350 electoral votes, at least by a landslide. And so what do they do next? You can't have that. That's the end of your system, right? That's the end of their power. Their power is a direct through line that says we can control everything in this country. We are the ruling class in this country. We control it all, the press, the media, the elections, the results. And if they don't, and if Donald Trump comes back and beats them, then that means their time is done. And so what does a wounded animal do? when it feels like it's life is threatened. Well, it lashes out, it goes crazy. It rips the name off the ballot of their political opponent. It tries to put him in prison. It'll do anything. As has been said uh, by multiple people, our State Department sanctions nations for doing this kind of stuff. The president of El Salvador said that American democracy effectually, effectively is dead. And Americans can no longer lecture the world on democracy. And he's right. And so what happens next, ladies and gentlemen? Well, what happens next is a total and complete criminalization of the First Amendment. Because that is precisely what is happening here. At its core, Donald Trump is being prosecuted without a trial and without evidence being presented by a Supreme Court by bureaucrats and elites because they didn't like what he said. Donald Trump questioned the results of an election. Donald Trump says this election was crooked as hell. And I'm not I don't have to take it. And implicit in the first amendment is my redress of our government. And I have the right to redress our government. And so I'm going to talk about this. And I'm going to say some uncomfortable truths about the security of the 2020 election. And so in so in so much as criminalizing free speech, they've criminalized political practice, because you can't have free and open politics without the ability to speak about those politics and those issues. Questioning of election, by the way, is something that was commonplace, not with Republicans, but has been an absolute cornerstone of Democrat policymaking for the last 20 years. Every Democrat in every election in my adult life have questioned whether George W. Bush was an illegitimate president every Democrat, including Joe Biden. When Donald Trump won, of course, the hatchet was once again pulled out of the bag in order to attack Donald Trump for being an illegitimate president. A reminder, the Colorado Supreme Court is saying Donald Trump can no longer run for office for comments that were way more subtle than this.
2: You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee and you can have the election stolen from you. It's
0: an interference though. That's the real that I'm thing. I'm scared about no, in 2020. But, but
2: rightly. Because right. I think
0: he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win, so how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You
2: are absolutely right. He's an illegitimate president in <laughs> my mind. Would
3: you be my vice president? So this, right?
2: <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president.
3: The president-elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see this. President-elect as a legitimate president you said you believe that russia's interference altered the outcome of the election i
2: do we have a president who if in fact it is proven uh has been assisted by the russians and may in fact not be a legitimate president the one thing that trump is fearful of uh, when it comes to his being president, is that finally we will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. I have an objection. I object to the 15 votes from the state of North Carolina. I object because people are horrified. He's an illegitimate president.
3: Do you believe Trump is illegitimate president? What I believe is that there's no question that the outcome of this election was affected by the Russian interference. But
1: there actually is a cloud of illegitimate. So what's actually going on here? because? That, in that clip, you have Joe Biden saying, be my vice president. You just questioned an election. You can go back and roll the tape. Joe Biden's been questioning election for the better part of two decades. Many, many instances of Joe Biden being like, "Ah, eh, George W. Bush, probably not the real president. This has nothing to do with intellectual honesty. This has everything to do with the elites believing that they have the sole right to run this country and hating democracy, hating the constitutional republic for which they live in, because it at times, strips power from them. Donald Trump is the greatest existential threat to them having power forever, and so he must be destroyed. And the elites hate you. You'll notice here that the judges who ruled that Donald Trump shouldn't be on the ballot, wink, wink, nod, nod, those judges are all from Ivy League schools. Ivy League schools, a gay icon, a jazz musician, legal experts warn they've lit a fuse under American democracy well, they don't care. That's the point. They revile you. They are disgusted by you. They don't like living in this country with you. And they hope that this ruling plunges us into civil war. They actually want that. We don't want that. We're not violent. But ladies and gentlemen, if it's good for the goose, it is indeed good for the gander. If Democrats can take Donald Trump off the ballot for what has been essentially concocted out of whole cloth, as an insurrection, then Republicans have actually not only a, an obligation, but a right to take Joe Biden off the ballot for what is it a real insurrection. Insurrection defined as, of course, an armed takeover of our government, uh, f- flaunting and destroying uh, a nation and, and changing the actual fabric of the nation by, by force. So when Joe Biden uses the military to bring in Tens of millions of illegal criminal migrants, many of them from terrorist hotbeds around the world. Is that not an insurrection? Do you have a choice when there are men with guns pointed at your face saying, we're going to let them in? Also, does that not not stand in direct violation of the 1964 immigration laws? Yes, it does. Those those immigration laws are still on the books and they've been ratified by Joe Biden, of all people, because they need to be renewed. And Joe Biden voted for their renewal those laws state the laws of America state that you're not allowed to enter this nation and stay as a foreign national. So Joe Biden is actively insurrecting right now by definition. Seems like there are a couple of states that intend on holding him to it. The Lieutenant Governor of Texas had this to say on Fox. Why don't we remove Joe Biden from our Texas ballot? Maybe we should take Joe Biden off the ballot in Texas for allowing 8 million people to cross the border since he's been president, uh, disrupting our state far more than anything anyone else has done in recent history. Along with governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, joining in saying, wait a second, um, we definitely should take Joe Biden off the ballot. I mean, he's committed more illegal acts uh, than Donald Trump ever has. And it's actively happening right now as president. Again, how do you stage an insurrection
3: against yourself? Somebody's going to need
1: to answer that one for me. Maybe Alex Jones
3: can in just a minute. Watch. Look, on all these things, what you're seeing the left do is they will use the power of the state to advance their agenda. And you see that with the Colorado Supreme Court. I mean, look, if somebody's convicted or something of, of some of these things, there was no trial on any of this. They basically just said, what, you can't be on the ballot? I mean, how does that work? What's the limiting principle for that? Uh, why could, could we just say that Biden can't be on the ballot because he let in 8 million illegals uh, into the country and violated the Constitution, which he has? Uh, could we just say, oh, well, they have uh, money coming to Hunter, whatever? So so I think the U.S. Supreme Court is going to reverse that. But, but here's the larger thing, what the left and the media and the Democrats are doing. They're doing all this stuff to basically solidify support in the primary for him, get him into the general and the whole general election is going to be all this legal stuff. And look, it's unfair. Uh, they're abusing power, hundred percent. But the question is, is that going to work? Um, and I think they have a playbook that unfortunately will work uh, and it'll give Biden or the Democrat or whoever the ability uh, to skate through this thing. That's their plan. That's what they want. What they don't want is to have somebody like me, who will make the election not about all those other issues, but will make the election about the failures of Biden, the failures of the left, and how we're going to be able to turn the country around. If that's how the election's framed, uh, we will win. But they are setting this stuff up. I mean, how do you how do you have the timing the way they've done it with all these things? Uh, they're doing this for a reason. They have a plan in terms of what they're trying to accomplish. And do we want to have 2024 to be about – This trial, that case, this case, having to put hundreds of millions of dollars into legal stuff, or do we want 2024 to be about your issues, about the country's future, with a nominee that's going to be able to prosecute that case against the left, just like I've been able to do in Florida? Uh, That is a path to winning. And I think they're putting us, that what the media and the left are doing with all these little, these stunts, whether it's the Supreme, the, the Colorado Supreme Court, whether it's others. And there's going to be other Supreme Courts that are going to probably try to do this too. Maybe they'll wait for the end of these trials when there's, when there's if there's conviction. But, but they're going to, the liberal courts are going to try to do this. So that's what we'd be walking into. And it's not fair, but that doesn't give us our best chance to be able to win and to be able to do this in a way. It's a hard enough job as it is um, to, to do Uh, To have all the distractions, I just don't think it's going to be something that's going to be feasible.
1: So now we have governments, bureaucrats, judges deciding who you can and cannot vote for. Is this what you wanted? We're spiraling towards a very, very dangerous precipice. Today, also on the other side, the lieutenant governor of California has ordered her secretary of state to explore every legal option to remove Donald Trump from California's 2024 presidential primary ballot. So this is what's going to happen now, a vicious cycle of revenge that will lead to the worst types of despotism. You see it all over the world. It's actually the norm. Free and fair elections is very, very rare state of affairs. Dictatorship, despotism, and strong arming results by a few powerful elites and oligarchs. That's the rule. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we are in a perilous spot, we seem to be spiraling towards something very dangerous, and there's only one man that we would wish to invite on our program to talk us through what's happening now, what comes next, and where true evil actually lies inside of our government. Joining the program now, Alex Jones of (laughs) InfoWars. Joining me now, a man who needs no introduction, the great Alex Jones, freshly back on X. Congratulations, sir. Thank you. Uh, you had a uh, wild conversation with Elon Musk. What was the most interesting thing that you learned in that live conversation just a few days ago?
0: He was basically agreeing with everything I was saying. And then I said, what do we call this resistance to dehumanization, depopulation? I said, I think we should call it team humanity. And he agreed with that. So uh, we're launching team humanity operations. Uh, is this, is this going to be, is it going to be like a, like an organization that's like in favor of, of human flourishing? Well, I've always talked about team humanity for years, but he said, no, I think that's the name of it. So we've launched a t-shirt, but I mean, other than that, I, I'm going to keep hyping up. We want pro human unions, people demanding things be human made, uh, that any, any AI run systems are pro human, uh, it's like a human union, not, not a business union, but a human union where we stand up for each other. It's amazing. Uh, it, it, it does seem as though we're kind
1: of missing that. It seems as though we're, we're spiraling towards a, a post-human future. You talk about that quite a bit. One of the ways to get there would be civil war. One of the ways to get there would be to get people to turn on each other and fight each other and kill each other. And it seems like that's what they're fomenting with this decision in Colorado. This decision in Colorado seems perfectly timed in order to try and get people to go at each other's throat right around the holiday season, right when a bunch of people are going to be gathering with families and right when people are the most pissed off about what is happening to President Trump. What's your make on this ruling?
0: Well, that's right. They know it's going to be overturned by the Supreme Court. Federal law says the 14th Amendment subsection says you must be convicted of insurrection to be barred from the ballot. So a five-year-old could know that. So it's, it, it, it's clear to make Trump sound like he's a criminal and stir people up. All these indictments have only boosted Trump in the poll numbers. This is already boosting him. The numbers are already out. Uh, and so, yeah, it's clearly a provocation. The actual ruling itself, which is on the screen right
1: now, seems to have its own escape hatch. And it seemed to have been written in a way that it's not actually real. So it's written for the headline I I couldn't believe it when I went through the document myself. It's written for the headline to say that Trump is barred from the ballot. Yet the ruling itself says if the review sought by the Supreme Court, the stay expires January 4th, then the stay shall remain in place and the secretary will put Trump's name on the ballot. Of course, they knew that Trump was going to appeal this. And so
0: this seems like a psyop. Well, it is. And now California is trying to introduce the exact same garbage and 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 so this is about acting like Trump is illegitimate Trump can't be on the ballot it's another wizard of oz man behind the curtain attempt to make Trump sound illegitimate but it's only going to backfire so how you know how how does this actually play out this
1: goes to the supreme court does the supreme court make quick work of this is this a 9-0
0: ruling what's your prediction i don't know if it's going to be 9-0 it might be 7-3 or something but i mean you can't removes somebody from the ballot who's not been convicted of insurrection. Yeah, it's it's in the 14th Amendment. You can do that. He's not been convicted. So it's like saying if you're a convicted sex offender, you register as a sex offender. But if you're not a convicted sex offender, you don't register. Or uh, if you didn't get a ticket for going 100 miles an hour in a 40 mile an hour, you don't go to court. You don't pay a ticket. So there's there, there's no standing. Uh, they're just saying, oh, looks like insurrection to us. I was there when Trump was at the Ellipse by the Washington Monument on January 6th, 2021. I was there when he said, be peaceful. And we and we, we had a space there uh, and, and we had permits and everything on the back side of the Capitol. And so I witnessed the fraud that day. And, and I witnessed them claim that Trump was wanting to attack the Capitol. That's the last thing motive wise he would want. We wanted to show our numbers and say, we don't buy this. We want a 10 day investigation in the Senate, which is in the constitution.
1: Donald Trump was impeached for insurrection. And of course he was acquitted for this charge. He's ever been charged with insurrection. Not a single J sixer has ever been charged with insurrection. That's never been a case that anyone has caught Uh, yet. They're going to take Trump off the ballot for insurrection. You were there that day. You have the footage to prove it. There's, we have a clip actually of you with the bullhorn, uh, talking, people at the United States Capitol that day. I want to play it right now.
2: Over we need to not have a confrontation with the police. We're going to make that the story. Yes, I'm going to march to the other side where we have a stage where we can speak and occupy peacefully. Follow you. Tell everybody behind you, march to the other side. March, march to the, the other side. side. Can't stay here. So, I love you for saving the Republic. This is beautiful. Hearts you know. from the other side. Oh
1: so what was going on there? Can you can you unpack that? Because you were physically there.
0: Well, we were gonna have a rally like a month before on January fifth. And we, we organized that. And then the White House, for people that don't know, the White House, the federal government doesn't fund protests or demonstrations, so they asked me the campaign. So I got contacted by the Trump campaign people uh, for 2020. Even though the election was over, it was still a Trump campaign. And they said, hey, um, we want you to basically spearhead and, and, and work with people to get permits for Trump on the ellipse on uh, january 6th so you had a big demonstration and call for a 10-day investigation in congress and i said fine and, and right at that point i handed it off i was like why are you calling me so then a bunch of republican donors and you know the, the republican party took it over and i was done i put like a hundred thousand dollars down to get the space set up and the permits for january 5th i was gonna have a protest you know saying we don't accept the, the election Uh, a peaceful protest. And then basically they called me like I was the boss of everything and said, well, we want this big event. And and then I handed it off. I'm told it was like $4 million or something from donors to put up the big bulletproof glass, the big ellipse, about 30,000 got into that. But over a million people showed up all around it up to the Washington monument. So long before Trump uh, even finished speaking, uh, the feds, dresses, Trump supporters and others started attacking the limited number of uh, federal uh, police uh capital police there and then they started flash him and then they, they broke through and ray epps was there and all that's on record and then and then the feds opened the doors up and let people in well i got there right after they'd broken in and i was like whoa they're going in and i was like 200 yards away but the tear gas is hitting us and like we see what's on the news we're like don't go in it's a setup Kent state's gonna happen that's like an hour before ashley babbitt got shot and four other citizens were killed by the police No, no police died that day contrary to the popular statements for the media. And, and so it was a no-brainer. We want to attack the Capitol. That made us all look like fools. It was, it was, it was just terrible. Um, and uh, so we were trying to get a 10-day investigation by the Senate that's in the Constitution. Democrats have called, that, called for that themselves. And so, yeah, I was there. But what's crazy is I was there. So I didn't know by that evening, I'm getting all these emails and calls from media. Hey, Wall Street Journal, New York Times says you were leading the attack. From on top of statue. It wasn't a statue. It was a pile of uh, chairs still in bubble wrap that hadn't been unfolded for the inauguration come up in a few weeks. And the, I was cowardly outside ordering the attack. So uh, then I luckily found some folks like Jack Posobiec that had already tweeted the raw video that somebody got of me saying, don't go in. And there's more. I go around the Capitol. i tell the cops, get on the loudspeakers that they have at the Capitol. Tell folks to leave. I go back up the back steps, say everybody needs to leave. And a lot of people hear me, but the bullhorn, there's hundreds of thousands of people there, mm. probably 300,000 or so. They can't hear me more than hundred yards away. So we got a lot of folks not to go in, uh, but we failed to stop the overall deal. And, and then they opened up grand juries. They tried to indict me. Uh, we learned the justice department later said, no, it's we're going to turn Jones to a martyr. So instead they indicted my uh, co-host who was with me, never went in, tried to stop folks going in. They thought, well, that'll just be a lesson. But that that made him a martyr as well. Uh, and and they, they lied the federal indictment and said he, he went at the Capitol. They said he lied. Uh, they called for perjury charges against Owen. He, he'd already been working here like five years the time this happened. Guy's been working here like eight years. And, and, and they said, Owen doesn't work here. It's a fraud. I mean, so this is just, man, when you finally get the so-called criminal justice system, which I've never been in, been in, Other than you know, jail a few times in high school for fighting or whatever, I I didn't realize how corrupt it is. I mean, the stuff they file is like would, would would put Stephen King to shame. I mean, it is fiction.
1: What would have happened if Alex Jones had gotten to the Capitol first, right? So, what would have happened if you were standing there and you see a breach team right coming towards you, and you were there first and you had a bullhorn? What would have happened?
0: You know, the Capitol's so big that they had people on like three sides protesting. And if I'd have showed at one place, I, I might not have been able to stop it because I wouldn't have been able to see it. It's easy in hindsight to see what happened in the footage. I mean, you show up as tear gas, rubber bullets being fired, uh, people climbing over the parapets and you're like, don't do this. This is bad. But if I if I' would have known this was coming, I would have got online and told supporters come down here and stop this violence. And the few dozen that first attacked the police and then that you know Ray Epps ramming the sign of the police and and, and saying in a congressional testimony to the committee that he quote orchestrated it because that was in his text messages we would have been able to stop him so uh, if we'd have known up front and had hindsight we would have uh, a told people don't go to the Capitol and they would have called it off and it was and if that didn't work I, I would have physically gone and stopped a few dozen uh, feds and, 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 anti-feds that, that started it would have been very easy to stop if we knew, but we'd had so many Trump rallies that were peaceful. We wouldn't imagine that they'd have the Capitol police stand down the way they did. Uh, so we walked right into a trap. What's the way to prevent the next trap? Because it does feel like this ruling against
1: Donald Trump is set up to incite people to incite a civil war they're releasing a movie about American civil war right now. It's like, this is what they're going towards. They're praying and hoping that somebody listens to the fed on the group chat and pops off. Right? Like, does it does seem like round two with this
0: ruling, like trying well, I mean, to piss people off. You know, I mean, I agree with what you're saying. You've got leaving the world forever, an Obama Netflix show about power outages and cyber attacks, and then a race war. And then you've got civil war with a huge budget coming out with the same story. And then a bunch of other shows Then I noticed after the ruling yesterday in Colorado, a bunch of Democrats came out on MSNBC CNN with the talking point, you know, where they all say the same thing and they said, Oh, this is the new Confederacy. We must stop the Southerners. Yes. So, so they're literally going, Oh, you know, we beat them before, but it was Democrats that were beaten by Republicans in the civil war. So, it's like the Democrat revenge or something. It's very weird. They're saying we're going to beat the racist Nazi Confederates. I'm like, well, that was the Democrats before. So, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, they're actually saying we're fighting the mayor of Chicago a few weeks ago. Is like, the reason we've got all this crime is the Confederacy, <laughs> and you're like, what? You know, it's it, it's so bizarre. But
1: that's what they're doing. The Confederacy. So, so ten Southern states voted to keep Abraham Lincoln off the ballot. In the 1860 election. No, the last time. So, 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 last time this happened.
0: Yeah. Exactly. They're saying the Republicans, if you missed it, I I saw three clips today. I never got to them on my show where they're literally, I actually have the list right here. They're literally on the news saying the Republicans are the new Confederacy. I've got the list right here.
1: Here's the, here's the
3: clip. Why are you standing with Confederates? who betrayed this country. (laughs) And this is what they're standing with, is the spirit of those Confederates, rather than the Americans who came together after a long and brutal civil war that was fought to keep the Union together, uh, and saw, clearly saw, a threat in ex-Confederates running for office, so much so that they amended the Constitution to prevent
1: those okay. traitors. So, so you're exactly right. That's the new talking point, that if you're against taking Donald Trump off the ballot, you are a Confederate.
0: By the way, I'm impressed you have one of them. There's three of them. Without me looking, there must be like 20. Like, without looking in the dark, these are everywhere. And, and but you said it perfectly. 10 Southern states took Abraham Lincoln off the ballot. That's Democrats again. The Civil War, the Confederates were Democrats and they're all over the news saying, we're fighting the Confederates because this insurrection 14th Amendment subsection is for that, but that's convicted people. So again, I mean, it's so cuckoo, but but the Democratic Party, the ones that ran the Confederacy, Jefferson Davis, they know their constituents, I'm sorry, it's true, are so historically illiterate that they now literally believe the Yankee doodle dandy, Donald Trump, as Yankee as against, love to death, from New York City is Jefferson Davis. I mean, who could come up with a hallucination like this?
1: If Donald Trump is the president, how can he insurrect against himself? It's always been a question
0: I've I've had. I mean, they now claim they now claim that uh, the Republicans were the rebels. I mean, I, I just, I, it's, it's they're hoping they're going to have a new civil war and win the same way they lost. They, they, they think they can turn this around. It's so bizarre. We're not violent. We don't want violence. Violence isn't the answer, but they're framing it. Oh, Trump's going to be a dictator. He's going to prosecute his political opposition. That's what they've all done. So, we know what they're doing. It's pathetic. Everything they do turns to crap. They, they don't have a minus touch. They have a crap touch. So, I mean, your guess is as good as mine because <laughs> the whole thing is like a lunatic asylum. I mean, I, I have no idea what they're going to do next because they are so crazy. In At its core, and we looked at the
1: backgrounds of these judges, the judges who went to the University of Denver Law School and who were grounded in Colorado. Those judges sided with Donald Trump. It's like, this is insane. You can't take a guy off the ballot. You can't disenfranchise a million people in Colorado. But the judges who went to Ivy League schools, the Harvards and the Pens and the Yales, they said, oh, absolutely. And they're the ones who cobbled together this asinine legal theory that says, of course, not only can you not be on the ballot, but if you're a politician, you don't have free speech rights. You don't have the right to disagree with an election. If we don't like what you say, then we can rip you off a ballot and therefore no one can vote for you. Which does seem like it really gets to the core of elitist uh, 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 repulsion at the general American population having rights. And ultimately at the core of this ruling is we know better than you. And so we will actually, to protect you, we will strip
0: someone from the ballot that we don't like. Maybe I'm off on my ruling here. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, remember... They've indicted him in Georgia and in D.C. for questioning the election. And they tried to get Marjorie Taylor Greene and Gozer and a bunch of others off the ballots with lawsuits at the state level. So they're trying to not let you vote for who you want. And then saying, if you try to claim we're meddling, we're going to charge you and put you in jail for saying we're meddling. So it's just a totally desperate group. But. The average leftist, the average globalist in our government is like a 65-year-old lawyer. They're in a bubble. They they, they they, have people groveling to them, calling them your honor all day, and they just sit back and they never get in trouble for all their failures. So though nothing they've done's worked to stop the populist movement, they just keep doubling down, doubling down. That only pisses the public off more, but they can't admit the failure because they're wearing black robes. An armed guard brings them in. Everyone bows down to them. And they're in these Harvard, Yale, and I, again, I never used to hate Ivy League people. I I didn't because I was dumb, I guess. But it, the elitism of these people and and the the feeling of superiority. This is what we fought in 1776, where it was yes. the royals and the lords. Yes. I mean, George Washington was of royal lineage to the royal family. You know, uh, of, uh, of the Stuarts and all that. He, he wasn't part of the German you know folks that had taken over uh, with King George the first, second, third. But he couldn't sell land. He couldn't sell products. He had to go to a lord and have them sell it for him and make a bunch of the money. He couldn't even go to royal functions to do business. And and so we had a war. It was really what it was over. It wasn't over tea or any of that. It was over the fact that the general public couldn't do regular commerce. That was the real complaint. Didn't, even though George Washington was of royal stock, he wasn't an official lord. So he had to go to these creeps and have them take a bunch of his money as middlemen. and 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 And, and so now it's even worse where if you're not Harvard or Yale or Princeton, black robes, and 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 the no, sorry, you're defaulted. I mean, take New York. Trump's Letitia James said last Friday it was in the first ruling. The judge said, "I find you guilty." There's no jury, but that's not enough. He goes, "You're guilty." When this starts, I find you guilty. I will decide how guilty you are, and it's all a show trial in my fake trials in Texas and Connecticut. The judges defaulted me for discovery. All lies. Gave them everything. For years, they kept demanding more for three years. When there was nothing there, they went, okay, you're defaulted. And then they made up all this stuff. I couldn't put on a defense case. People said, why don't your lawyers defend you? The judge would call them behind chambers and give them a long list, which we weren't supposed to show the public. Here's 30 things. Here's 20 things. You can't say you're innocent. You can't say you never went to people's houses or harassed their kids. Didn't do any of it. But then they could just get up for hours and they would let witnesses talk at me from the bench and say, you're a horrible person. And it was all made up. And, and, and so people need to understand this is a weaponized judiciary, ladies and gentlemen. They have gone for broke, and they're all together giggling and laughing behind the scenes. They they screw over the citizens all day with the other lawyers. They have nothing but disdain. And so they go, screw the public. Just take it off the ballot. We're God. Like Venezuela, you know, the State Department goes around the world and sanctions countries like Venezuela for taking political opposition off the ballot. And a few months ago, they took Venezuela off that because they promised to not outlaw their political opposition. As soon as the sanctions were lifted, they arrested their political opposition. So the State Department goes around the world saying what the Democratic Party is doing is tyranny and and that those countries are not free and they give them a listing as a totalitarian state. Well, we are under a judicial coup by the Democratic Party and their camp followers, the neocons. But the good news is the Cheney's and the Mitt Romney's are are thrown over the side now. And like even even mainline Republican analysts say Trump is invincible now. But again, that's the immovable object comes into the unstoppable force. They aren't going to stop. So we have to then ask ourselves if they're doing this now that's so brazen, so crazy that you can't vote for who you want. What are they going to do next? what are they going to do next? It, it, it <sighs> keeps
1: me up at night. I got kids. I know you do too. Like what's planned next? I suppose you could watch Obama's Netflix documentary predictive programming and sort of get a taste of... of yeah, the promise- Russians
0: working with Trump supporters take down the power grid and, and then the white people all get exterminated because they're bad. And, and like, again, the black folks aren't coming up with this. Not that they aren't smart. I'm just, it's only Hollywood and the left. This is... Uh, White folks don't come up with this. We, no, only the CIA comes up with this. And you know, Leaving the World Forever, uh Civil War, 2024. There's all these movies everywhere pre-programming this right now. And so, yeah, their attempt, and then they're saying, we're fighting Robert E. Lee. Donald Trump is Robert E. Lee. And they, they're the Confederates and Jefferson Davis, and we're going to fight them down there in Georgia. I mean, it is, it is just cuckoo cuckoo. And all Trump said was, it's incredible. Over half the money, he said that he looked at the numbers, he went, wait, half the money goes to middlemen that do nothing that opened up China. And so 25% went to China on average, 25% to American companies and workers, and 50% Trump learned on average, the deal Nixon set up, goes to the middlemen. The Charlie Mungers and the Bill Gates, of course, the the, the 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 Tim Cooks love China. They get half the profit because of, a, and so they're like, oh, we can't have any power in America. We can't have any coal power plants. Oh, can't have factories here because they got, because if Charlie Munger is dead now or any of them open a the factory here, they might make 10% if they were lucky. got to deal with China, baby. You get guaranteed half the profit. So, of course, business isn't open here. Of course, oh, you're getting electric cars because they're made in China. You're getting, uh, you know, solar panels. They're made in China. But China runs it all with coal power plants. So when you realize they set China up with those smart people, use them as robots because they didn't have robots back then. They had robots, though they had Chinese. And and we have a robot army of biological androids. That's how they see them. I don't see them as that. And, and, And the globalists are making half the profit that they use to buy up all the rest of the politicians. So it's real simple. That's all that happened. And we're finally like, man, this sucks. And even Xi Jinping, five years ago, six years ago, before Trump got in, eight years ago, told, told uh, Biden, screw you, you get 10%. And that's when our Navy went over there and all this happened. Not that China was screwing us. China's terrible. They're terrible communists. But they're nothing compared, like Trump said, to the middlemen. The middlemen that get half- The profit, and and Trump saw the numbers. It's on average half. Imagine, half the profit goes to middlemen that do nothing. So you want to know why this is all happening? That's what it is. And they use that money to buy up all the political influence. And China, to Xi Jinping's credit, and I'm not a Xi Jinping supporter, but he did tell the New World Order the last year of Obama's administration, go fly a kite. And so that's why the globalists are crapping their britches.
1: Okay. So, uh, well, that was a world, that was a world history lesson. It does seem like the backlash is here. Uh, the backlash is happening in real time. Uh, there are multiple people in the States of Florida and Texas saying, Hey, um, you know, Alex Jones lives here. Like there's an invasion that's going on on our border. That seems like an insurrection to us. Maybe we rip Joe Biden's name off the ballot. If this is the new rule, then not only do we investigate Joe Biden, but we also take his name off the ballot here. And this is going to hurt a lot more because there's going to be a, there's a lot more people voting
0: here. And no, I totally we- agree with that. At a first order move, uh, we should have Florida, Texas, and many other states pull him off the ballot because Congress won't impeach him. The Republicans are blackmailed on average. There's a few good ones, but most of them are cowards. They're loyal opposition. The second order effect is though they want Biden pulled off so they can bring in Gavin Newsom sometime in March and maybe even Big Mike. And, 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 and so the second order is they're already indicting Hunter and in all this to put pressure on Biden to segue out so they can bring in uh, their uh, a replacement team. But, yeah, uh, I mean, the answer is having the Supreme Court nix this totalitarian move, uh, this, this Colorado saying you can't vote for who you want. I mean, those people have put a scarlet letter on themselves. They didn't indict Trump with this. They indicted themselves.
1: So you would be for your state of Texas uh, because your Lieutenant Governor's Dan Patrick's out there going like, nope, like a real insurrection is not following the American immigration laws that have been passed and ratified since the 1960s saying it's illegal to be here as a foreign alien. Joe Biden has insurrected by using our military to facilitate the breaking of our laws. And flying criminal migrants. No, there's
0: no doubt. There's no doubt. Biden should be impeached for the open border and the human trafficking and all that. That's first order. I'm saying second order is that they all they've now the deep state's indicted Biden's son. They want him to step down. He's not. So what I'm saying, second order is they're going to use that to remove Biden and bring in their Gavin Newsom. So we should be targeting Gavin Newsom right now for all his corruption to destroy him before, like shark teeth. Biden's old teeth fall out, and then Gavin Newsom rolls forward. I, I've,
1: I've seen some photos on Hunter's laptop. It seems like many of the Biden's teeth have already fallen out uh, and are already gone. Uh, you think that they're going to replace Biden? How will that mechanism work? Will they finally go after Joe Biden himself? Because they can do whatever they want to Hunter, right? Uh, will they finally allow the tapes to come out about Biden, the FD-1023, Ukraine bribes? Will they just humiliate him into resigning? What's your, yeah, I mean, they've, what's already,
0: your... they, they've already tried it, but I'd say 50-50 now. Um, a month ago, I thought he would have to resign. He's so arrogant. Jill's so arrogant. They know they've know they got so much dirt. He may, They may just leave him on the ballot. I mean, but they're definitely trying to get him to step down. Hell, they've had Axelrod and the Washington Post and the New York Times all tell him to resign. They've all told Biden to step down. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but, yeah, but he's so arrogant. He, he may not do it. So, I mean, know.
2: Yeah.
1: What happens next? I, I I heard you on a recent podcast say, "Hey, they may take both Trump." I mean, it seems like we're barreling towards assassination levels with Trump. They may take both Biden and Trump out because they're both so inconvenient. Do you still believe that?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the thing that the the, the controlled left does that nobody watches or listens to really anymore that has an IQ above room temperature—they're like, "Oh yeah, someone will kill Trump." Ridiculous. That assassination is part of statecraft throughout history, and if they have somebody kill Trump. That can create division between left and right. And then also, I think if they do kill Trump, they're going to kill Biden or try. And then that makes Biden a liability, a martyr. And so, yeah, I, I if you look at the trajectory of everything they're doing failing and getting more cartoon-esque by the day, uh, I mean, I think it is in the cards. I mean, I, they got the hit teams ready. I mean, believe me, the deep state has got teams ready to kill Trump, ready to kill Biden. Will they do it by poison? Will they shoot him in the public? Uh, they may go the poison around they may just go spectacular public execution. Claim a left winger did it. Uh, then claim, oh, Trump supporters did a truck bomb in response. I mean, we're not in Kansas anymore. You look at that southern border, 15,000 a day coming across. It was 12,000 a month ago that we know of, 80% get away. So it's like, you know, many times that we're talking, you know, 100,000 or more a day. I mean, this is this is America in collapse. We're a ruling elite We're trying to fend off the Russians, the Chinese, everybody else, while trying to keep their wife, they've been breaking her arm and knocking her teeth out and slapping her around. And now, you know, at midnight, the wife beating drunk wakes up and he sees his wife with the kids loading into her sister's car and we're already driving down the road. So, I mean, there's, he can run out and kind of shoot at the car with a shotgun. That'll just give him a bigger prison sentence. We're gone. We're in the car. We got a broken nose, broken arm. And we're never coming back democratic party's over and i mean that's it they're they're a wife beaten literal child molesting devil worshiping group of scum
1: uh that's a perfect segue into what's happening with jeffrey epstein right now because now there is a quite literally a group of individuals in washington dc that are protecting the world's foremost preterist he's dead he's a pedophile i don't know why this should be remotely controversial as to who his associates were who his clients were yet time after time the subpoenas get blocked. The FBI knows all this information. Everyone's seen the videos of the raids on his Island and his houses and the hard drives being taken out. Uh, why won't we ever like where, where's that information? Why won't the FBI give it up? And what's the plan to actually get that out to the public? Because I don't care who's on those lists. Like you should not be allowed to show your face in public again. If you were a client of Jeffrey Epstein. What's the protection mechanism here?
0: Why is everyone so obsessed with still protecting a dead pedophile? Well, because a lot of members of Congress are part of it. A lot of the federal judiciary is part of it. And let's be clear. They didn't go get set up by Epstein, who, who, who was recruiting thousands of women a year and, and underage girls and other things. These people go like when you join the Mexican Mafia or MS-13 of the Aryan Nations or, or the Crips of the Bloods, you've got to go rob a liquor store, shoot an old lady shoot at a cop. You, you, you got to murder somebody to have make your bones. They go to the New York Epstein facility to have a sex with a 12 year old girl. They go to Epstein Island, uh, to strangle a child. That's the next level. That's what you don't hear about. They go to Nygard's Island to have a woman get pregnant with your baby. And at nine months, kill it, suck its blood and then inject it in your veins. By the way, Nygaard said that on TV. So they have, actually, you actually exsanguinate suck your own children dry. That, that they have Zoro Ranch, human cloning operations, you know, all of it. I mean, that sounds insane. But it's not clones that you that, that, that are your children. I you, think it's better stem cells if it's, if it's your clone, or at least it's you know, it's your child. Peter Nygaard, I'm making it up, folks, in my book uh, of The Great Awakening, which just came out. We have a transcript of him on TV saying it. So this is full on Island of Dr. Maru meets THX 1138, meets Brave New World, meets 1984, uh, meets Hell on Earth. And so people go to the island, and they go there to be part of this, like the owners of the Atlantic Monthly, Steve Jobs' wife, to be part of this as a club that they can all trust each other. So they're not there like with hidden cameras behind the mirror when they're doing this. They're going there to bathe in this. They're going there to be part of this illegal operation, to to, to be baptized in it. Uh, And so, yeah, they're going to release a bunch of names. They're saying on January first. I don't know if it's limited or whatever, but we don't need the names. We have the flight logs, and we know who went: Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, uh, you know, the the King Charles's younger brother. And they're not the the head of the Mossad. They're not going there because they don't know. They're going there to do nasty things to say, "You can trust me. I can trust you. We've all got footage." of each other doing this. Is this what you saw at Bohemian Grove? No. I mean, Bohemian Grove is like a, uh, in any cult there's outside groups. So, you know, you, you can pull up with Nixon said it's the most goddamn faggoty thing you ever saw. Uh, and, and, and the biggest thing there is gay sex is the compromise. I was inside about five hours back then. I was a lot better looking than I am now skinny and in good shape. And I had guys pinching me on the ass and coming after me. And I had to hide under a, under a, one of the little cabins until it got dark. And I was told on that date, they would have the ritual to Moloch and, and you know, the the, the the ritual sacrifice. It's really a bull. You know, they call it an owl, but it's, it's a horned Moloch of the Bible. Give not your children, to the fires of Moloch. And I saw Danny Glover in there was the only black guy. I saw. Uh, I saw Clint Eastwood for a minute. You're like, Oh, that's Clint Eastwood. I can't say anything to him. And so a lot of them just comes. It's an art thing. It was founded by uh, Mark Twain. But by about 1900, the Republican Party took it over. Skull and Bones took it over. And so it's a uh, Men in Powers political retrospective was written by Helmut Schmidt, former German chancellor of West Germany before it Unified. He he wrote in that book, he goes, I love the Groves, I love our rituals in Europe, but my favorite place to do juridic, true Germanic death cult rituals is Bohemian Grove. And so there's that whole other branch to it. And, and they take it very seriously, but but mainly it's drunkenness and drugs. And the female prostitutes are in a little town about a half mile away. They're just everywhere in private jets and prostitutes everywhere. Uh, I'm even a big porn guy, but I'm like, oh, I've seen that girl. You know, I've seen that girl. You know, these famous porn stars are all the place. But inside, it's gay prostitutes. And, and 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 so that's kind of the first level of it, like skull and bones, uh, is uh, the Republicans along. Uh, it's why the Republicans are kind of compromised by the Democrats because there's a lot of Democrats there too. and And they, I mean, they just go in there and the dudes all have sex with each other. And they were pinching, they were hitting on you? Yeah, you can pull up Alex Jones, Bohemian Grove, you know, Dark Secrets of Bohemian Grove. You, you can see me. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like 180 pounds, good looking guy. This is like 20 something years ago, 23 years ago, man, time flies. And uh, I mean, I was only there like five, six hours, a little bit of hidden camera with one hour tape. So I got one hour going in, reloaded it, got one hour of the ritual, then got out of there. Nobody else ever did. You can go there outside of July and kind of get in, maybe. A few people have gotten it out, but you, here in July, it's secret service, helicopters, police everywhere. And by the grace of God, I was able to get in, get out. Uh, and, and yeah, no, I had people whistling at me, guys pinching my ass. Uh, and I had a question about secret service about the sheriff's department a couple of times. So I, I went ahead and hid real quick underneath a, uh, uh, the, uh, deck of, a of, of, of one of the cabins. And then all of a sudden it started getting dark and I heard do, the mountain King. And I come down the hill and there's like, there's footage of this and there's all these big tables and they're eating and they're all leaving to go to the little pond and the 40 foot uh, bull or slash owl. And I'm like, Oh, there's Jenny lover. And I was like, oh, there's, there's uh, you know, there's uh, all these other big famous people. And again, most of them are just guests. They're not, I'd say 80% of people there aren't even having the gay sex, but Richard Nixon said it was a gay cult. So that's what it is.
1: We have this clip, the closest that we've seen on national TV of what you're t- what you're talking about the the nature of the human being that you're talking about is when bill gates was asked about jeffrey epstein's death it makes my skin crawl every time we play this and i just want to get you well, he's right. dead
0: what do you say about that well he's dead so you got to watch out yeah right <laughs> it's a warning
1: right here roll it you know i've said i regretted having those dinners uh and there's nothing absolutely nothing new on that
2: is there a lesson for you for anyone else looking looking at this
1: well, he's dead. So, uh, you know, in general, you always have to be careful. Uh, you're ta- I mean, clearly, you know this. Clearly, you know this better than anyone else. What's that reaction? That's not the way a normal human with warm blood in their veins reacts to something like this. No, that's a thug
0: saying, "Cross me, and you're dead." So he says, you know, he's dead. So you got to be careful. Not about what he did to children. Not about, you know, not, not, it's wrong to rape children or do blackmail rings. No, he's dead. So you got to be careful about the sneaky stuff you're doing. He's like, wow, he didn't do a good enough job. He wasn't careful enough. He got caught. So now he's dead. Perfectly psychotic sociopathic statement. Said on one, said on a corporate media morning show, said
1: on a Sunday morning show, like nonchalantly, he shrugs it off. (laughs) I just, I just. I just it makes my skin crawl. Uh,
0: well, if, what if is, you look it up, he, he spends billions a year his money's tax free buying the media. I mean, that was PBS, I think. I mean, you know, he spends over a billion a year just on North American media.
1: And it didn't stop the photos of him and then Jeffrey Epstein victim, abuse victim coming out uh, in the Wall Street Journal just three days ago. He's like, they're 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 still you know or his wife divorcing him saying it's because he was too close with Jeffrey Epstein. He liked Jeffrey Epstein more than he liked me, is what Melinda Gates says, right? In her yeah in no her that's why him. he's
0: in a lot of trouble because yeah. the Bible says everything hidden will be come 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 to light. Yes, and so uh, I mean, Bill Gates is a monster, but his family, his father, his grandfather were eugenicists. The head of Planned Parenthood, his father. I mean, these are very very. Very serious people. So uh, I, I I'm a relatively
1: young man. I have little kids. It's like it's hard it's hard to wake up in the morning and do this career without some hope. Right? So what is our hope, Alex, as a society? What has to go right for us to continue to exist?
0: Well, the hope is you're here. I'm here. Uh, the globalists are having to really reveal themselves and get out in the open. They're in so much trouble right now. And, and so God is real and, and these cycles are real. And the power structure has all these old dirty tricks that have been used for thousands of years. And this current system is coming down. And so you just got to move forward and also not let your children be naive. Let them know about evil. Let them know about the system. Let them know most of the doctors are controlled or most of the, schools are controlled. And we we really live in an occupied country where powerful central banks have quadrillions of fiat money they created to buy influence. And so we're seeing what Evil does when it tries to run the tables. And so uh and and now Evil's more dangerous than ever because it's cornered and it knows it's been exposed. So the battle's on. They're not going away. I mean, you know, you mentioned an article to me before we went on uh that's uh you know out there, can't find it now. Uh, that just broke where they're admitting they cooked up COVID-19 as a spike protein. Well, I already saw that in federal documents and uh, World Bank documents that years before COVID, they had a COVID-19 with a spike protein and it was manufactured and the Pentagon had it. And, you know, now that's in the news. I mean, this stuff is all coming out. It's all, but 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 let me tell you the negative news. They wrote in the SPARS 2025-2028 document, put out by the big think tanks two years before COVID was released. And they even war game that it's all going to come out and did it on purpose. And then how they're going to fry a few executives, but still move forward. So they've really war game, this whole thing, but we can war game it too. And and become aware of how they're operating. Yeah, it does. It it, it does. Uh, sends
1: a chill up your spine. When you think about, wait a second, I've never heard this word insurrection. Why are they saying this is an insurrection? This is a riot at worst or just a For bunch a few of people years,
0: insurrection insur- because right. they're trying to try to then pass now you're the starting law to s- or have a regulation
1: that's right now with the Colorado Supreme Court you're starting to see like the end result of that
0: it's like son of a bitch these people fought through this it's chilling but that's what supervillains always do they always overplan stuff and have uh, you know but, but then we find out about their plan and once you figure out their modus operandi It just gets harder and harder for them to win.
1: We speak to a lot of young men on this program. Uh, Your advice to young men uh, as to how to resist this programming,
0: uh, how to live good, prosperous, and fulfilled lives. Well, don't be like me and smoke cigarettes. I have quit for 14 years, and I'm quitting tomorrow. I'm taking a few days off. And and, and take care of your body. You're not going to live forever. Uh, But just don't care what people think about you. Don't care about all the signs of prosperity. Care about your integrity. And, and, you know, really who you are and don't think you got to save the world or have some perfect plan like the psychos do uh, of how they're going to take over, or how you're going to beat them. Just do good things every day and be honorable and pray to God, to lead, God, and direct you. And I would just say in a relationship with God, you're going to find that in most churches, but pray to God, to lead, God, and direct you and, and, and God will reach out to you. And then God will decide where to put you. And then you'll be led via discernment uh, for the mission you're going to carry out. Do you, rec- do you recommend uh, getting married? Do you recommend
1: having children as a man? There's an entire yeah, no, I've generation of young men who, like, won't date, right? And that, that's the, that's a phenomenon that's happening, right? No one's getting married. No one's dating. Tra- everyone's trapped, right? inside. because yeah, they have a
0: relationship with their smartphone. Yes. Uh, you got to double down on life. Even though the world's going to hell, God wants to see us bet on life. And so I've got four children. I've got a six-and-a-half-year-old. I've got a... 15-year-old. I've got a 19-year-old and a 21-year-old. I wish I had 10 more children. I'm jealous of Elon Musk 11 children. Uh, so yeah, I, I would say you, you, you get yourself in a position uh, to have children. It's it's a maturity thing and it, and it empowers you. And so yeah, that's the answer. Uh, look, like watching porn is like going and getting a blow-up doll and and you know, having it in your bed and talking to it and having sex with it. It's not real. Dealing with women, dealing with what it's all about, getting skin in the game, Uh, that's the real deal. Not, not virtual reality. So just like the metaverse got rejected. Uh, young men need to understand that. Yeah. You're bubble children. Your parents let you watch TV and play video games all day. I get it. I'm not judging you. I I was half as bad as they are now, but I I was still outside six, seven, eight hours a day. You've got to be fulfilled. Go hike and, and, and swim and climb mountains and, you know, do all of that. And then, then go get the woman and and you need to do it heart of a warrior which is of course
1: the uh name of my favorite song that you've ever produced Alex this uh unbelievable uh hit that i just probably is in one of my top 10 songs ever i couldn't i can't let you go without playing just a small portion of it and just getting just getting sort of your reaction to this the Possibly one of the greatest songs ever produced. Uh, And I know you love your Somalis. You love them. Let's go.
0: The paradigm of absolute control. And that's why we're just out here doing simple things, pointing out that we're meant to be in nature and be natural. And this is where we find the source that God made to transcend the new world order. And that's why they want to try to keep us out of it.
2: I'm angry. I've had enough of these people. There are bones of Christian murderous scum There are giant death factories keeping babies alive And selling their body parts What more do you need to know about these people? I go out and face this scum They literally crawl out from under rocks. They have green-looking skin And they run around screaming We love Satan, we wanna eat babies I have them on video Hillary's in the creepy, weird, sick stuff, man. She sleeps in the same room with that creepy, weird woman whose mother wears a hood over her head. What the hell? That woman, number one, is ugly. Imagine how bad she smells, man. I'm told her and Obama just decode. Obama and Hillary both smell like sofa. we rule vampire, pot, and the goblins are hobbling round coming after us. My spirit gets close to that evil, and I feel it go. ah, ah. ah. Such self-centered crap We don't even know this hand itself rising up against us Millions of poignant people Of the very worst type And I'm so pissed We're gonna steal your daughter at the mall
0: I was watching Fox News as I worked out this morning. Have you ever thought of dropping an album, Alex? I want to. You know, I didn't do that. Somebody else, uh, Time Warner, fun of that. had like almost 30 million views. And when I said I liked it, they pulled it. But then it went on Spotify and got like hundreds of millions of views, and they pulled that. But there's, there's copies of it out there. It's Alex Jones, Bon Iver. Uh, song. And I love it. In fact, I, I've reached out to the guy that did it and uh, Lesko's his name and I said, we need to make the Alex Jones uh, Bon Iver album. I'm ready right now. <laughs> we love our Somalis. We love our Muslims too. Oh, they're so good. Oh, they're so sweet. <laughs> Gonna stab your wife at the mall. Gonna stab your daughter, your son. And then the police chief is going to say, We love our Somalis. We love oh, yeah, our Muslims Somali too. Oh, Somali they're so good. so good. Oh, they're oh, so they're sweet. So <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a better way at an interview. <laughs> Infowars.com forward slash show, The Daily Show. That way you to know where it's at, folks. My new book, The Great Awakening. Thank you so much. And come on my show. Alex Jones, Merry Christmas. You too. Merry Christmas and God bless us, everyone.
1: God bless us, everyone. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't think that I would be singing with Alex Jones at the end of this show, but here we are. You'll never know what'll happen in the arena where we throw the punches and we may very well be singing. Next, it'll be a Christmas carol and we wish you a very, very Merry Christmas. May God bless you. And keep the hope, keep the faith, keep fighting. We're fighting right alongside with you in the arena. See ya.